test, 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 test. Yeah, so um, I dozed off earlier for like a couple hours between like eight and ten. So now I'm up. I'm up and ready for some recording. You know, I'm thinking of a um, couple, a couple ladies from my past. They're not necessarily love interests or anything like that, or any kind of romance or anything. There's no FWB scenario or anything like that. Well, actually, one was. But, um, <laughs> the first story is about what's a theme here? A theme here is your decision making process um, and how sometimes your little short term thinking, your short term decision making, can lead you into a shitty, shitty, shitty scenario. And into a spot that you don't want to be in. Into a spot that can end up affecting your future, you know, in in some capacity. Think of it like people who gamble or whatever. Have like, they take out loans for, say, (laughs) they say they take out, they remortgage their house for Bitcoin or something. But this particular story here is about uh, a girl. So when I so I guess kind of backtracking, when I moved back to Ottawa, didn't really have a network of friends. Um, having not lived here six to eight years, the first. Sorry, I'm just checking the sound. Yeah, the first sort of um, group of people that I fell in with were kind of mostly partyish people. They all seem to have some kind of four or five year history of partying. They weren't always cool. Sometimes they'd, you know, they'd fall off, fall out of favor with one of the other ones and so on and so forth. But in any case, this was like a little network of people you could party with. Up at all hours of the night, you know, party, go to work, come home, party, that kind of thing. One of them, one of them was, um, I wouldn't say maybe not the most street smart kind of person. Um, anyway, long story short, uh, me and the next dude, uh, we're chilling. She hits us up. Maybe she even hit me up specifically. I can't remember, but she comes with a story like, yeah, it's my birthday. Um, I'm at a hotel. My brother put me up at a hotel. He's paying for this hotel. Y'all should come party and so on and so forth. Uh, kick it and all that. So we go. And we go to this hotel. This hotel is down in, in this is downtown Ottawa. This hotel is like, like from what I know of the place, it's almost like a notorious kind of like a prostitution hotel. Um, and now that I've said that, that actually kind of now you can see where the story's going. I guess I kind of I, damn. I kind of um, I made this anticlimactic. Anyway, so we go there, walk into the, go up to the room, the room floor, or whatever. 
think it was like, I don't know, whatever floor. We go up, knock on the door, open up. She's chilling in there. Um, she's got some booze. She's got like rum and coke or some shit. She's just chilling by herself. So I'm looking around. We're talking. We're shooting the shit. I look over. I knew she had an iPhone. And I look over and there's this Blackberry on the bed or on the bedside table or whatever. I'm like, yo, why you got two phones? She says nothing. <laughs> we continue to shoot the shit. We make some drinks. We're chilling. We're having some rum and coke or whatever. And then her, the, the second phone starts like buzzing every once in a while. And she's like, yeah, just so you, you guys know, like... Basically, I lost my job. She lost his job because she went to a, a company party, like one of those, you know, those like Christmas parties or whatever. She went to one of those parties and in a drunken blackout, kind of quasi-blackout stupor state, goes behind the bar. And then I keep looking at the, I keep looking at myself when I record when I should be looking at this, at this thing right here. So I'm going to try and do that the rest of this um, rest of this rant so she goes by in the bar at this company party jacks maybe um i think she just wanted to mix a drink and the bartender wasn't there she wasn't patient so she went behind the bar grabbed whatever she was trying to drink and then people were like yo what the fuck are you doing like wait can't wait she gets fired now when she gets fired she's up shit's creek because at this point Right when she got the job, she had moved in. She had moved out of her parents' house. And so now she's living with her roommate. Who actually... Oh, yeah. So she... Yeah, I remember this part of the story. So she moves in with some dude off of Kijiji or Craigslist or one of these sketch-ass like, sites. Platforms, whatever. And, like, I actually visited her, like, once. We're chilling, we're partying, we're drinking. Um, and she's like, yeah, this dude is, like, he's, like, an old creepy dude who... He let her move in, but then he, like, immediately started to, like, kind of, like... like, yo, you want to come, like, you know, hit it? <laughs> I'm just going to say, yo, you going to come hit, get freaky? You want to hit the, you know, hit some skins or whatever? I'm like, oh, my God. Like, she just... Constantly looking for the short term, and I'm guilty of this shit myself. This is why my life went to shit for a while. It's a short term thinking, you know what I mean? It's um, being like, oh, this is a really easy option. I I have a scenario, I have a situation that I'm in right now. I need a solution. This immediate option seems like it's going to be beneficial. Look at the camera. <laughs> it seems like this immediate option is going to be beneficial to me right now it solves a problem in the short term but in the end is this the smartest decision so this is what she found herself in she was living and i think craigslist and kijiji lend themselves to these sort of scenarios where you're living with somebody you don't have a clue who they are really right you meet them once you're like all right this place looks cool this person seems all right and then you move in that's what happened to her with this dude and he was like oh you can smoke you can drink you can do whatever but <laughs> as time went on, and it wasn't even that long, it was like a week, a weekend, he's trying to like tap her or whatever. He's like, you know, she's being creepy as fuck, you know what I mean? So 
This is the situation she finds herself in. Now she's lost a job. And I guess she's telling us this in the hotel, back to the hotel. She's telling us in the hotel that she saw an ad on <laughs> on Kijiji or Craigslist. Oh my god. Saying something to the effect of, yeah, you know, do you want to be I don't know if they overtly were like come trick or whatever. But in the end, how the scenario ended up was it was like some pimp scenario, some pimp situation. She was, they put her up in this hotel and she had to stay there, turn tricks for, I think she like, at that point she had been there two days straight and she hadn't left. And they come, they come bring her food. Dudes would just come in and out of the room. Every once in a while they come bring her food. And, um, and I remember asking her like, so, so these dudes, so these so guys just coming in out of here, you're like, clearly your safety is like not any, it's not a concern for them. So where are they? Like, where are they posting up? Should they go next door? I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's not bad, I guess. So they're just, what, which one? This one, this apartment, this hotel room or the other hotel room? She's like, no, 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 next door, like the next hotel that's like, cause this is, this is like what? Slater, you know, like Slater and Bay kind of area, downtown Ottawa, for those of you who don't know, this is like right downtown, like the Parliament Hill is close by and all that. But there's a strip of hotels that are like, like if you were to go there right now, <laughs> it'd be jumping off of all kinds of partying and like prostitution. Anyway, and I'm not trying to, I shouldn't say that on the camera, but it's a known thing. It's, I'm not saying nothing people don't know. So, um, yeah, they're like she's like she's like they're next door in the next hotel. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, so anybody could run up and just slit your throat, and that's the end. Like, what are they gonna do? Like, and I guess it keeps them far removed. Obviously, this whole thing is like sketchy and clearly not legal. But she wasn't thinking that, right? This stupid decisions, and then like she was keeping like no percentage of I guess she was keeping a really small percentage I forgot the little arrangement they had set up but in the end being there's the next dude and we just stayed there all night um, and she really could tell she was in like some real distress and she's not usually I think from what I've heard like I always picked up on this but apparently this is what I've heard from like, a few other people that she does so much drugs that like She's not really sexual at all in the first place at this point. At least at that time, she was like, no, really good looking, but no sex drive because of all the fucking drugs she was doing. And so, um, like, over the course of years, anyway, um, so she, so um, we stay there and like, within 30 minutes or four, maybe an hour or so, like, some dude, she, oh, the, the phone buzzes or, or, or yeah the beeper goes off the text goes off that second phone was yeah blackberry and um she's like yeah you guys gotta bounce like for a minute because i'm gonna deal with this trick or whatever i'm like all right and then you know like okay we're gonna get out of here so we think we have enough time to get out meanwhile we, we kind of lose track of time talking chit chat or whatever and then like 
knocks on the door. So now this is these two dudes in, inside. The wild trick is outside. So <laughs> walk to the door, open the door. Dude, he's like, hey, how you doing? We're like, oh my god, this guy. This guy looked like the sketchiest. It was like some really old guy, probably in the 60s. Late 60s, I mean, like he could have been 70, if, if, to be perfectly honest. And he's like totally white hair, ponytail, wearing like some like biker jacket, looked like he was a biker or something. It's like, ah oh, man. So we go, we go and we're like we should check up on her at some point to see like is she alive. So we go, we go downstairs, have some cigarettes. We're chilling. I think we do like a little walk around the block, and then we come back up. This hotel, this the security, and this is the thing, right? The security is so lax on a lot of these hotels. You can just walk in there. <laughs> you walk in, walk by the desk. I think maybe most hotels are like this, but this place was like anybody can walk in and out because it's just it's, I think it's an established fact that this hotel is like a turn and tricks hotel. Um, TTH, if you will. So, so we go. And we go back upstairs. We're listening at the door. We, we're listening at the door. We can hear the moaning. And we're like, uh, and it's like it's just him moaning. Right? It's just the dude moaning. She's there's no sound from her at all. Like it's like fuck. This is some wild ass shit. Like we then go downstairs, come back. Up, and then she texts us. She texts us. We go back up, and she just seems so like defeated and shit. And you know, we ended up, it's kind of, that happened to dudes would come up two or three more times. We never saw the other dudes we would get out before. And maybe we saw them in the lobby, saw some guys in the lobby, probably one of them, but, um, yeah, we were just, it was like playing bodyguard for this quote unquote friend who had fallen into this prostitution bullshit in a hotel. I think at one point we went and we scooped up some McDonald's for her. Cause she actually like yeah they hadn't come like that's that particular day they hadn't really come to to give her any food so we went and got McDonald's um, got cigarettes we were sm- <laughs> chain smoked that whole night like bad like that was a chain smoking night um, and then it kind of just kind of like kicked it with her for till like four or five in the morning it's like five I remember the weather too it was like shitty like I think this was in like um. It was like around this month too. I think it was like a March, Aprilish kind of a thing. Like a March, so it was like, you know, how March has been. Like it gets kind of, it's like it's it's trying to be spring, but not really. It's gray. Um, there's like a little bit like kind of like freezing rainish kind of shit going on. Anyway, we then um, bus home back to. So this is downtown. We bus. 5 a.m. This this was this was like the classic move. It was like party all night, do whatever, and then um, bus home at four or five in the morning. And it was like you know everybody knows this. anybody who's a partier who knows about those like it's like the walk of shame magnified to like a thousand. It's like my life is shit. My life is fucking bullshit. Where am I going? And then you're like, well, where am I going in life as you're going home, right? And then it's like, you know, you end up, you're on the bus. 
And there's various other like. And then the worst, the worst part about it too is like, there's like the nurse. It's always the nurses. So like the nurses. There's some other like fiendish skitter looking people. A couple goons looking kind of people. Um, one or two real workerish people, and then like, and then you're just looking at like, what am I doing? You know, you're making your money through a sort of grinding, hustling kind of a fashion. And you're just kind of like, this is. Luckily, that phase didn't go on too long, I guess. That particular part of the... Because this was like a... There was a good in my life, a good, like... Starting 2012 to 2015 was like... Ended up being a rough bit of road. But it started in that 2012, and it was those nights that, like... It's like, yo... Seeing the worst of, hum- of humanity, seeing the worst sides of people at times when seeing people are the most vulnerable they are they're seeing you at your most vulnerable and i guess you know you're almost just judging each other you're pretending not to judge each other but you're judging each other and that becomes because in the end you don't hang out with any of them like i don't see any of these people anymore two dozen people from that period ghosts um the street ghosts it's funny how that works huh you hang around people so much you almost see them you stumble you walk into them accidentally in public and so on but in the end right these people are your friends <laughs> so yeah that's the story of her and um I'm not gonna drop her name she'll never see this but I'm not gonna drop her name but um the yeah the decision making the short term decision making this is supposed to be just about this. there's actually two girls like this this girl, there was no real, well, there was some kind of, nah, it wasn't really a romance of any kind, but the next story, I, I might do it in the morning, I might do it now, <laughs> you'll see, you'll see how it goes, but yeah, this is, oh, yeah, so this is the other part, so, after that night, so after that night, a week later, get a, I get a text, like, yeah, these dudes are trying to extort me, they're, they say that, okay, so we suggested to her, maybe this is our fault. We suggested to her, like, look, stay here one more night and then get out and, like, do what you gotta do. They're like, they won't let me leave. I'm like, are they here? They're next door. They're really gonna do, see you leave? Just leave. You know? There's, like, terms. There's, like, a pseudo-bullshit kind of a contract scenario where it's like, okay, if you leave, you can't leave, but if you leave, you pay X. Or something and then I think we yeah so she's like okay I'll pay the this fee it's nothing it was like you're paying like 40 60 bucks or something to get out of this quote-unquote contract even though it's bullshit right but then the next week she's like yeah they tr- they're trying to pin me on like four hundred dollars like that they say that I owe them that like I owe them four hundred and, and I'm like well there's no legal recourse here first of all Second of all, I'm gonna track you down. Like, I say that, and maybe that's exactly. But they, in the end, in the end, she never had to pay anything. And I think she f- fled town, quote unquote, fled for a while. She went to like Hamilton or something for a while. I guess just to get to dodge the heat of of Ottawa. Like Ottawa is a really there's this federal government kind of like overtone. And there's the so-called tech industry, and then there's like everybody else. There's a lot of like fiendish people around here, including me at one point. 
So, yeah, that's my little rant on on that particular scenario. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this. If you, even it was long-winded. The next, I'm gonna try and keep the other one short too. The next rant. So, have a good night. Thank you.